Hello, everybody. This is uh, iBug Buzz, episode number 622. And today we're going to talk about all things iOS. And that includes the iPhone, the iPad, an iPod Touch, Apple TV, and the Apple Watch. And the main purpose of this forum is to make you be more uh, informed and usable you know, the usability of the accessibility features of iOS. Um, it's a Q&A session, and we're here every Monday. And I'm going to be facilitating today. I'm Marie, and along with me is Sandia Rao. And I'm going to turn it over to Sandia right now to give us the announcements and upcoming events for iBug. Sandia. All right. Yes. Thank you, Marie. Yes. Very excited to be here. Our last meeting of February. And we've got lots of stuff going on this week. So let's get ready. All things are on Zoom. All things are central time. And what do we got going on? Well, let's see. At the midpoint, we'll have the big reveal for our movie. So stick around for that. And then we have After Buzz, after the call, after the recording has stopped, we will hand it over to you guys. No facilitators will be talking and y'all can run in the discussion and just get to know each other and talk about whatever you want except for <clears throat> politics, religion, technology, and anything else inappropriate. Okay, that's a broad category. Anyway, so we would love for you to, you know, hang out with us and, you know, just talk to one another. Okay, so that's after the call is over. So that'll start at 9 Central. Then Tuesday, tomorrow, we have mini buzz, mini buzz from 5 to 6. All the questions you forgot to ask can come tomorrow and you can ask them there because it's continuation of this call, basically. And in the evening, we will have the Mac and Talk from 7 to 8.30. That's where you can ask all your questions about the Mac. Thursday. Thursday is It's iBugs Life. And the title is It's a Garden Party. And this time we will be... Uh, what will we be doing? We will be exploring tips and ideas for various plant hardiness zones and plants from all over the country, maybe other countries too. So definitely come check that out if you have a green thumb or maybe you would like to have a green thumb. Then we have Friday night at the virtual movie starting at 8 p.m. Central. Social time at 7.15. Discussion and trivia to follow. So that'll be Friday. Saturday. Saturday we have iBug Unplugged and it's called Annie Get Your Pun. And no, I did not make this up, so don't shoot the messenger, okay? That's from 8 to 10 on Saturday. Another purely non-technical call. Just come and hang out and enjoy some silliness with us, because I think that's going to be pretty silly. Uh, social media, we have a website, ibugtoday.org, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. You can find all the information I just said, and then more. You can listen to our recordings there. You can listen to them on YouTube. You can listen on your favorite podcasting app. So hopefully you'll avail yourself of one of those. 
Uh, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, formerly known as, oh, sorry, we have X, formerly known as Twitter, Instagram. For non-technical questions, you can send an email to imuktoday at gmail.com. So that's the rough outline of what's happening this week. And, oh, we will have our, we had a fun um, Apple workshop this past Saturday. And that recording should be going up pretty soon. So be looking for that. There is a little surprise built in. So, <laughs> well, hopefully you'll enjoy it. All right. So I'm going to hand it back to Marie. Marie. All right. Yours. Thanks, Sandia. Lots of things going on. Uh, before we get into the Q&A session, I'd like to go around and have everybody introduce yourself and say where you're from. And also, please tell us if this is your first time on the call. Go. Hello, Julie. This is Herbie in Houston. Hi, Herbie. This is, this is Dot from Southern California. I, I heard Dot and who? Pete from Florida. Pete. Hi, Pete. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Ed from Georgetown. Hi, Ed. Hi. Cheryl from Cleveland, Ohio. Cheryl? Mary Ellen Earls, Scottsdale, Arizona. Hi, Mary Ellen. This is Davida from Northern Virginia. Welcome, Davida. This is Ned from Texas. No, Ned. Hello. Gary in Austin. Hi, Gary. Hey, Marie. And this is John in Austin. Oh, John. Welcome. Melissa in Tennessee. Hello, Melissa. Hey, this is Roy in Texas, planting onions and potatoes. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Who else? This is oh. Luis in Indiana. Not my first time. It, it's not your first time or it is your Correct. first time? No, it is not my first time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome anyway. Thank you. Paul in Columbus. Hello, Paul. Greg in Texas. Greg? Desi in Tennessee. Hello, Desi. And is that Gloria? Yes. Hi. Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. Anybody else? D from Southern Illinois. Hello, Miss D. Hello. On April 22nd. Jody in New Hampshire. Hi, Jody. That was the last time any family members had. Amina from Maryland. Amina, welcome. Uh, Vincent in New Jersey. Hi, Vincent. Hi. Liz Fort Worth. Welcome, Liz. Helene from Arizona. Hi, Helene. Everybody's so courteous today. It's working out great. I actually hear the names. <laughs> <laughs> Deb from Kansas. Hi, Deb. Hi. Anybody else? This is Sandia. Charles from Atlanta. <laughs> you should have known. Uh, Sandia and, and who from Atlanta? Charles. Charles. Welcome. Charles. Are you new? No, I've been on a couple of times before. I just never oh, said okay. anything. Okay. Well, welcome. Speak up today. Oh, Think you. of a good question for us. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is there anybody else? If not, I want to just say quickly, if you have a question, a comment, or an answer, 
please say your name first and wait to be recognized before you start talking. And we try to let our newer users and members um, get their for answers, their questions and answers in first, if possible. So who has a really great question for us to start with? This is Dot. Dot, go for it. Oh, hi. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Herbie for uh, rec- recommending the uh, Just Press Record app. It's working very awesome for me, especially great. with the ex- external uh, microphone. I use the Blue Yeti. It sounds great. Good, Good deal. And, um, okay, I have a curiosity. Um, uh, what are, if in, in, this is for everybody, uh, I can think of any advanced more advanced voice over gesture that i cannot think of you know beside the regular uh, magic magic touch single tap triple tap anything else uh like advanced voice over gesture okay i'll leave it to the room thank you okay who has some good voice over gestures that aren't used on a regular basis this is ed go ahead ed um, I know that there's corner swipes. What is that? You 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 do a, a swipe from the corner, a one finger swipe from the corner, and I forget what they are, but I know there's there's two at least. Um, and I can't think of, it's in it's uh-huh. in the settings, of course, in voiceover, but it's a corner swipe. Somebody have an answer? What I'm those sure somebody corner swipes else are? Had, yeah, I'm sure somebody else knows. This is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, if you go to uh, settings and accessibility and uh, voiceover and, um, uh, oh, God, is it called gestures? Um, there's a, But there's a list of all the gestures, the different uh, one-finger and multi-finger taps and uh, all the swipe gestures. So, I mean, you can literally just read through and and uh, look for the ones that you're not familiar with. This is Roy. Go ahead, Roy. Um, you'll find that in VoiceOver under commands to gestures, and there's a list of all of them. But my two favorites are the four-finger tap at the bottom or top and the single-finger triple tap for the context menu. Those are those are some good ones. Anybody else? This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. My favorite is the three finger quadruple tap to copy text to the clipboard, and then you can go to edit and paste it wherever you want it. That's oh yeah, favorite. this is that. That's my favorite too. Yeah, like, I and I learned that from iBug. Okay, we have a new question. I'd give you some ideas of some more advanced gestures and how to go and look for uh, different ones that you may not have heard of before. Yeah, thank you. Okay. This is Davida with a voiceover question. Okay, go ahead. Um, My voiceover as of today is acting like a runaway train. Uh, When I swipe uh, the speed, um, which she is talking keeps increasing and i've gone back to accessibility to voiceover to see what i have it set at 
Um, one question I have is when you set it at something, do you have to double tap to kind of say, okay, this is what you want it saved at? Or you just have it be whatever it is and you're good? Okay. Who has some answers for DeVita? Gary. Go ahead, Gary. It sounds like um, that a voiceover speed is somehow in the rotor. And I that you thought have about it. that. And it, you may have it focused on that. Um, I did I, use the rotor to, in each different thing I was in, to get yeah. to speaking rate and to change it, but it's not staying. So I checked so, it in messages and I checked it in mail. It's you, just, it's like just speeding. It's like it's on its racetrack. Davida was speaking. I, I think she had her question. Anybody have more answers for Davida? Well, I was just going to say one, Gary here, I was just going to say one more thing to uh, maybe be sure that uh, rotor is not, or uh, voiceover speed is not in the rotor focus. So move the rotor to something else and it should not speed it up. Yes. After you change the speed on your rotor, you need to twist the rotor around so that it's on something else. Preferably leave it on characters. That's the safest place to leave it. And then if you swipe to the right or the left, it won't go back to the speed. So I think what's happening is you're leaving it on the speed. And so then when you swipe up or down, it's changing speed. Okay, new question. If I can, this is Luis from Indiana. My question is a simple wait, one. Wait, Luis, you need to wait to be recognized. But now go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so a uh, simple question. Uh, this past Saturday in the, in the workshop, a pebbles keyboard was mentioned is is that what it was but i'm trying to find out what exactly is it is it a brand is it a type of keyboard if somebody can answer that for me i appreciate it okay who has an answer is it luis this is ed <laughs> go ahead ed um yeah pebbles keyboard is uh logitech um it's a logitech um uh, keyboard that's about a foot wide and about six inches high and it's considered i think an mx i don't know if it's an mx mini no i don't think it is it's an s that's right it's a it's a ke 380s and it comes in about three different colors and it's backlit and it's a nice little keyboard and the reason i say that is i bought one about two weeks ago because I was having trouble with my big KE480 keyboard. And um, I bought a Pebbles and I was having the same issue. And I went back to the store, and uh, which was Best Buy. And they spent about two hours with me trying to figure out what the problem was. And they couldn't find it. And they came to the conclusion that it was a problem with the keyboard. So I said, okay, well, um, I'd like to look at a different keyboard. <laughs> So I went and looked at the MX Mini, which is exactly or within a few millimeters, the same size as the um, as the Pebbles keyboard, but it's a different shape key and they're concave, which I really liked, and uh, rechargeable battery, which I liked, and um, so I ended up trading my Mini in. That Pebbles keyboard is an excellent little keyboard. Very, very well priced. 
in Canada, it was uh, $40, uh, 40 or $50 at Best Buy. So, Okay. Great little keyboard. Do we have a new question? Okay. This is D. Go ahead, D. Okay. I'm mad at Siri. Uh, Did you tell her? Yes. <laughs> and, you know, she didn't even care. Um, I'm having an issue used to, I could tell her to make me an appointment and let's say, like I say, make me an appointment, call Dr. Morgan at 10 AM on May 1st. And she does that. And then I might go back later, you know, a few days later and I'll say, Hey Siri, when is my appointment with Dr. Morgan? And she'll come back and tell me my appointment is at 10 a.m. on May 1st. Well, today I can make these appointments. But when I ask her, when is my appointment with Dr. Morgan? You don't have an appointment with Dr. Morgan. So then I go into my calendar and look for it. And when I find it, uh, I'll say, Siri, what appointments do I have on May 1st? Oh, you have an appointment with Dr. Morgan at 10 a.m. Now, why isn't she telling me that when I just come out and ask her right up front? When's my appointment? Does anybody have an answer for D? Uh, just not. Go ahead, Dot. I think the um, Siri is not an AI quite as yet, it's like ChatGPT. Um, so uh, that's my suspicion. So she can't answer, you know, follow-up questions just like like that deep yet, like ChatGPT. Well, this is D. Go ahead, D. But Siri used to be able to do this. Maybe not answer follow-up questions, but if you had a, your appointment in your calendar, she could tell you when it was. Does anybody else have any help for D? Siri, it's a continuous problem in different areas. This is Sandia. Go ahead, Sandia. Uh, I mean, we've all been talking about Siri for a long time. I don't want to say it too loudly. But anyway, have you tried just the basic, you know, shoot, troubleshooting, you know, just maybe turn her off and turn her back on and all that kind of stuff? No, I really didn't. I mean, the fact that it was doing it before, and I'm sure you've already turned off your phone, hopefully, and just... Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's my thought. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm afraid none of us can really give much help with Siri. It's just a problem. So do we have a new question? Hi, Vanessa. Go ahead, Vanessa. Yeah. So I just was wondering, um, if I'm listening, say if I have my email open, another application, YouTube, or something like that, and a phone call comes in, and usually you can see, you know, if, you, if I swipe it, let me know the who's calling and so forth. But now it's not doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I come out of the email, go into phone. The phone is still ringing. The call is coming in, but it's just not showing me the person that's calling. So I was just wondering if anybody's having that issue. Somebody have a response for Vanessa? 
This is Thomas in Colorado. Go ahead, Thomas. Yeah, you might want to check in your uh, Siri settings uh, to make sure that Siri is set up to announce calls. Um, If it's not set up that way, then it won't tell you who the calls are. You can also check that same setting in your phone settings. Thomas is done speaking. Thank you, Thomas. Anybody else? Okay. Thanks. Tell her why it's not showing up on our screen. Vanessa? Uh, Go ahead, Vanessa, first, and then. Oh, okay. Well, that's 50. If I don't have anything open, I'm on the call with you guys, and the call comes in. It's going to tell me who it is. But if I'm in some application for some reason, just not doing that. So I was just wondering. Okay, who was that? Who was that that had a? Was there somebody had a comment or an answer? Uh, Dot, this dot. But was there somebody somebody else that? That was me. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Dot. Uh, I thought a voiceover would announce the call during your usage of email or playing YouTube or whatever. Uh, When a call come in, a voiceover will announce that. In, in, instead of just Siri, you know, if you use voiceover at all. Well, what she's saying is if she's running another application, it's not yep. it's not bringing up the screen where you can swipe where it says answer call and tell you who it is it's calling because usually it's printed out on the screen. Hmm. You know, I don't use the screen, so I know the voiceover will announce, always announce my call. Uh, and it, it, if it doesn't... Um, like the same troubleshoot could be applied, um, like Sandy, I just said, you know, do all that. This is Sandia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Sandia. One more thought. You know, the there's different ways that you get the screen. You could have it as a banner or as a full screen. So I'm wondering if you have it you're as setting. a banner and you're not seeing, and that's why you're not able to get there. So you have to set that to full screen. Maybe that'll work for you. This so is Roy. Thank you. Okay, Roy. And then we'll I think Sonia's right. Sonia's right. If you go to settings oh, to your oh. phone option, in there there's an, a way to set it to full screen. And if it's set to full screen mm-hmm. in your settings phone, then you'll see all those buttons. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you. Okay. Do we have another question? We got some good questions today. This is Terry with an observation. Okay, Terry, go ahead. Um, Sometimes I think when people are thinking that Siri is the one that is giving out information, um, sometimes I I believe that it's voiceover that's giving out the information. And usually, as far as I know, with phone calls, when you hear a voice telling you that, you, you know, this is the call and answer the call or whoever is sending you the call. Um, that's usually voiceover and not Siri. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not ever aware that Siri does that. So it's probably a voiceover issue here and, and in other things, too. So that's just kind of my observation. Okay. Thanks, Terry. Okay, any other solutions for that, or do we have a new question?
This is D with a new question. Okay, D. A poor guy broke my watch screen the other day. What do I do? Did you say broke your screen? Uh-huh. Broke the glass. Okay. Who knows about Apple Watches? Is the watch still working? Yes. Okay. Any remedies? Well, this is D. Again. Go ahead, D. Uh, I do have insurance. Do I just call Apple and get instructions from them what to do? So you have Apple Care? <laughs> yeah, I have something on the watch. <laughs> is it through your phone carrier, only. though, or is it through Apple? Uh, it's through Apple. Okay. This is Kenny. Go ahead, Kenny. I would call Apple and tell them, you know, your screen is broken and you can execute the insurance. I'm sure they have some kind of uh, payment you got to make, but you can send it in and, and they'll either fix it or replace it. Well, I'm pretty, pretty sure they're already... <coughs> I, mean, I don't know if they could fix the Apple screens uh, for the watches, but it don't hurt to call Apple and tell them since you do have the Apple Care. Yeah, if you... I have one other idea. If you do, you have an Apple Store anywhere close to you? Um, this is D. Uh huh. Nope. <laughs> okay. It's a good. Yeah, if you had a store, that would be great. You could take it in there, and they could help All you right. right away. Right. That, that, that's why I told her to call Apple because I knew. Yeah, she I don't know. Her. I don't know if the if the face can be replaced or not. I don't know. It's Mary Ellen. Miles away. Okay, go ahead, Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, I had that. I had a broken Apple screen, uh, you know, a screen on my Apple Watch. And fortunately, the watch was coming to the end of its life. And they just looked at me and said, the best thing you need to do right now is get another, uh, you know, watch. And, um, but if you had Apple Care, um, what they would probably do just, this is my experience with iPad screens because I have slate floors and trust me, you don't want to drop an iPad on a slate floor. Um, is that if you have Apple care, they will just replace it. And, you know, no questions asked. Okay. This yeah. is D. Go ahead. D. Do they replace the screen or the watch itself? The watch. Uh, okay. They'll just take it. If you have Apple Care, they'll take it and replace okay, Mary it. Mary Ellen, you need, to, you need to state your name. Oh, sorry, but Mary Ellen here. Go ahead. Um, they will just simply replace it with no questions asked. And that's, that's just how they do it. It's, it's really good. Okay. And okay. that's all. All right. Anybody else have a question? I'm sorry, what was the name? Mary Ann Bartkowski. Go ahead, Mary Ann. Um, I, I've been trying to use, um, and I don't know, this might not be the, the place to ask this, but I've been trying to use um, Uber. And I just wondered, once you dictate your location, which is what I, what I did, I don't want to, I'm not terrific with the keyboard. Um, how, how many clicks or whatever do you have to go through to select or what do you select to select the right ride okay somebody an uber user this is deb 
Go ahead. Um, yeah, for for that, once you put in something on that screen, the first thing you have to do is you have to uh, pick out which one of the addresses that come up is the address you want to be picked up at, because it okay. it could it could show you several. So you have to pick the and when you find the address, double tap on that. Okay. Now that'll be the that'll be the address is where you're going to. That's what you're asking, right? Where you're going to? No, I I'm sorry. How I, many, you have to you have to flick through several different kinds of rides. I mean, you guys need to state well, your name before oh, you start Mary, talking, please. I'm sorry. This is Marianne again. Go when ahead. I tried it, I had to flick through five or six different kinds of rides. This is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. 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 For the, for the, um, at the first thing that'll ask you is where you're going to. Right. And that, and then you select where you're going to, but there's, and then it, it, um, will show you several different kinds of rides and those are different prices based on where you're located at and stuff. There's like UberX is usually the cheapest one. And then there's things like Uber Comfort and Uber Black and things like that. So you just pick the one you want and click okay. confirm. This is Marianne again. Um, I, Go ahead, I didn't know about the UberX. I, I did this the other day and a neighbor happened to be driving by and she helped me start to get the ride started but i had apparently selected something and the driver came back he was driving um a cadillac escalade i think he was more of a airport or multi-passenger person and i said i'm sorry i didn't realize you know that that was the ride i picked so i don't know what i picked but i i certainly don't want to do that again i don't want a person taking a lesser fare for something that you know they might I don't know what they'd use a Cadillac Escalade for, but it was certainly a much bigger cab than I was going to need. Okay. Does anybody else have an answer for her question, her original question? This is this Melissa. Here. Go ahead, oh, sorry. Melissa. <laughs> this is Paul. Um, okay, Melissa first and then Paul. So my suggestion is when you're, um, on the screen that has all the options by default, it's Uber X is usually selected, which is the free, I mean, not the free, the cheapest fare. If you want to select another one, you have to actually double tap on it to select it. So by default, um, Uber X is usually selected. So you should always get the cheapest fare. And some of those, um, Uber drivers drive fancy cars, even on UberX. So, <laughs> so, so don't worry. This is Marianne again. Yeah. So if I wait, tap Mary, on... wait, Marianne. Paul, Paul was next. Paul. Okay. Well, I was wanted to ask Marianne if uh, she was using VoiceOver. Yes. Okay. Then this it should is tell you. But I'm sorry. Then it should, as you're going through things, it's going to tell you what you're what you're doing or what your option is at that point. Right. So this is Marianne. When you when Uber okay, is selected or when UberX appears, do I double tap on that or do I just click to the right to keep going? This is Melissa. 
Go ahead, Melissa. It should be selected by default. When you look, see UberX, it usually says selected in voiceover. And all you got to do is go all the way to the end and hit confirm. This is Mary Ann. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's your Okay, work. new question. This is Helene. Go ahead, Helene. Um, I found out that instead of using calendar and reminders, that I now say to Alexa what I want, and she reminds me, and she seems to be a lot easier than doing the calendar. So if I just say, you know, hey, lady, I want to set a, a, you know, an appointment or a reminder, she says, well, what do you want me to remind you about? And and then asks a couple of questions, and then it's set. Um, I just started using it, so... I was just going to suggest that if somebody is having difficulty, like Dee was talking about it, you might try using the the A lady. This is Sonia. Hello. Yes. All right. Just remember, we don't do Alexa on this call, but uh, oh. yeah, that's good advice. But got to stick to iOS. Oh. Thanks. Okay. It's okay. Right. Thank, thank you. you. Alright. So we just don't go down that road. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. This is Shree. Thank you, Helene. Okay. Go ahead, Shree. Couldn't you use the Alexa app to do that? That's part of the yep, iPhone. I could do that. That's fine. Alright. Next question. Who do we got? This is Ned. Go ahead, Ned. Yes, this is a Safari question. The tab in the lower right-hand corner, when you double tap and hold, it'll say more actions or more options. And then I know to close all tabs or close this tab, but there's new tab, new private tab, and move to new tab group. So I know there's three things there, and that's a lot to ask in one question, but... What what does that mean? New tab, new private tab, or move to tab group? All right, Marie, here. Okay, we're not here, Marie. Okay, all right. Who has some little any little tidbits for Ned on those three options in Safari? The new tab and or pick one. This is free. Answer them all. Go ahead, Shree. All right. So the new tab just means that it's going to open up a a brand new browser page on Safari where you could search for uh, just a blank on the search field. The private tab is when you open up the private tab, you search for something. Once you close it out, it doesn't save anything in the cache. The group is if you have a tab that's opened and you want to group it together with others that you've opened, then you can add it to the group tab. All right. Thank you, Shree. Thank Good you. Good luck, Ned. All right. Next. Who's next? This is Alice with yes, a new ma'am. question. Go ahead, Alice. I've used 30.11 of 64 gigs. Is it time to start dumping some apps? Or can I use it a little bit longer? All right. Just stick around for the bite segment, and then we'll talk about it, all right? <laughs> okay. That's a little teaser there, but perfect question. All right. Who's next? New question. Who would like to go? 
This is Deb. Hi, Deb. Another safari question. Okay. If you save a bookmark, then how do you find it again? Now you say so you save it in the share option, I assume. That's okay. on the share page, right? Right. So then what how do you find it again after you've saved it? Oh, what a beautiful question. Who'd like to talk about bookmarks? Not to be confused with favorites and readers. <laughs> Anybody talk about bookmarks? How to go back to one? Somebody know how to go back to a bookmark? Is that like favorites? This is Deb. Go ahead. Um, it is like if you saved a bookmark with the share option, like if you were on a web page and use the share option that's down there and go through that whole list and it says save as bookmark. So if you save it that way, and if that's not how you save it, how are you supposed to save it? I'm not a Safari user, so uh, somebody right, who is. Pete. This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Well, there is a tab right next to the Share tab uh, at the bottom of Safari, the fourth of five on the bottom, which is labeled Bookmarks. And if you tap in there, perform a single finger double tap, then you have three sub options under there, which would be uh, Bookmarks, uh, and I forgot the two others, but the Bookmarks tab at the bottom of the screen would be where you would find any saved bookmarks. This is this Dan. is Greg. This is David. This is David. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna give a little tip. Um yeah saving bookmark is the easy part. You know you just you double tap and hold on that button yeah and you use save bookmark or there's also the reading list which is kind of like another version of bookmarks, but I guess it's mainly into different things you don't want to keep very long. Um, but you, but it does save them forever also. <clears throat> but if you just type in the, uh, like the address bar, like you're going to type in a website address, you just type in like a, a keyword or the first part of the uh, website, it, it'll pop up a little um, above the, uh, where you're typing, it'll have like bookmarks in history, you know, it'll have anything that matches that uh, codes like typing like AMAZ, it would pop in like Amazon. If you had Amazon in your, you know, in your bookmarks, you can, you can just access from there. Okay. Uh, did... Yeah. Well, let them go break. ahead. And... Okay. Go ahead, Deb. Um, I was just going to say, I think that's probably answers the question. You just type in that search bar, I assume, and that's right there. And so I think that works for me. Thank okay. you. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, this is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, following up on what Pete said, you, the three choices are bookmarks and reading list and history. And so you'd, you'd tap on that fourth tab at the bottom of your Safari screen uh, for bookmarks. And then at the top of the screen, you're going to have a choice of those three categories. And just make sure you're on the bookmarks category. Okay, do we have a new question? This is Dot. Can I have a new dot. question? 
Mm-hmm. Oh yes, uh, I have a question about voice stream reader. Say uh, when you reach the end of the book, uh, it's very easy in uh, the Bard app to just press the play button a couple of times and uh, the book would start again. But I don't know how to do it on voice stream reader. I have to use the slider from 100%. I have to slide back to 0% uh, to, to, to play it again from the beginning. Okay, do we have uh, any pretty voice, annoying. Yeah. We have any voice stream readers that have an answer for dot? So this is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. So so what exactly are you trying to do? Oh, I'm I'm just trying to set so when I reach the end of the book, I want to play the book again from the top. Oh. You know, without using the slider, you know, from 100% to back to 0%, you know. So one thing you can do, depending on, that's a very interesting question, actually. Um, If it's a book that's divided up into chapters, you can select which file plays first by selecting the file. I suppose I can do that, yeah. Um, Yeah. Otherwise, the only way I know of is, yeah, to just use the slider, actually. Um, Mm. Uh, With the bar bar app, uh, with the bar app, uh, you can just press the play um, button a couple of times and it will right back to the beginning. It's very convenient. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, does anybody else have any ideas? This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. To the left of the play button, there's a go-to button, or, you know, and so you could always just go to and set it at either uh, 0% or or two percent. I think I think the books usually start at two percent because they skip all the copyright information. Um, That's another way that you could go to the beginning. Okay, that, that's that's you. something you might try. Thank you. Yeah, thank that'd you. be a good one. Go to button. Yes, I love that app. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Do we have a new question? Now that my heart slowed down a little bit. <laughs> this is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. With the Bard app and with the Overcast app, uh, with both of those, there have been times when I've done a touch and explore with my finger and I get no voiceover feedback. Uh, if I flick, then it it will recognize the uh, read or rewind or fast forward uh, uh, buttons. But if I touch and explore, sometimes I'm not getting any voiceover feedback at all. Is anybody else having that issue? That's in Bard Mobile and, and what other apps? Uh, the other, oh, Overcast is the other Overcast. app that I've noticed it in. Okay. Okay. Anybody have those problems or an answer? This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. Uh, it could be that your screen is dimmed and uh, you have to 
bring the focus back to the actual page. And I'll, you know, like for example, it, my, my bard will play with the lock screen, so I've got to actually go back in and go to the, uh, the active page instead of just on the lock screen in order to be, be able to access the, the app itself. Okay, that's an idea. Uh, this is Greg. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, this this I'm I'm on never the auto lock. I've got it set to never, so yeah, it's it's unlocked and the screen's pulled up. Uh, yeah, sounds like this is just um you know, unique to my phone or my experience. Anybody else have any answers for Greg? Greg, I don't use Touch and Explore a lot. I never really got into the habit, but it does seem like when I when I noticed lately that it maybe is not as active as it once was. So maybe it's just something that, that iOS is not, you know, not recognizing it quite as much because I don't think people use it as much as they use, you know, the swipe and drag and all the other gestures uh, that may be a possibility okay thank you this is sarah go ahead sarah um i i have a 15 pro and i am having some of the same problems i don't do you know i don't drag my finger but there are times and it's not just with bard i i don't use um uh whatever the outcast or whatever it's called um but um I do find that all of a sudden it's not receiving the touch. It's just, it's like I'm touching nothing. So I think it's a glitch. I think it's a bug and it happens on messages with, for me. So um, I'm hoping it's a bug and it will be fixed. Just a possibility. Okay. Okay, um, that's that's a good idea. And um, excuse me, this is it. Me. Um, it seems like my house has decided to make noises all over the place. <laughs> this is Terry. I, I think there are some bugs in these things. Go ahead, Terry. Um, I'm having that kind of the same or similar issue with um, emails too, where my screen is not responding. Uh, and so then I have to swipe at a different part of the screen in order to get it to do what I want it to do. I am hearing that there's going to be a, what 17 iOS 17.4 coming out very soon. And wouldn't it be nice if it would fix some of these kinds of bugs? Because I really do think it is for a lot of different apps and situations. Thanks, Gary Ann. This is Gary. Go ahead, Gary. I've, I've had problems with my rotor, and I've been doing the rotor since 2014, and sometimes it won't, you know, it does whatever the rotor's on. I can't seem to change it, so I think it could be related to this issue of unresponsiveness, because I have noticed that you know, I try to do something and it doesn't do it. So I, I was beginning to think it was me, you know, uh, but 
maybe uh, it's actually something in this uh, 17.3.1. I don't know. Okay. Okay, we have about eight more minutes, so we have time for a couple of good questions. So who has another question for us? Marie, this is Marty. I think Ed was going to say something a few minutes ago. Okay, Ed, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to mention, mention that, and, and you, we're talking about uh, some swipes that didn't seem to work anymore. And I just wanted to um, say that there is a spot in settings, and I, I can't say where it is. I don't remember. Um, but you can turn each swipe on and off and possibly. And I know I went in and looked at it, and I saw a couple of uh, moves that were turned off in mine. And I don't use a lot of um, hand motions because I use a keyboard, but um, you might just check that. Maybe maybe it got inadvertently turned off or something in one of the updates. You never know. Okay, thanks, Ed. Okay. Okay, do we have a new question? Okay, new questions? Somebody's got to have a question. This is Mo. Go ahead. Uh, I have a general question about the screen recognition. There was a new feature, somewhat new feature, a few versions back um, where voiceover would recognize elements on the screen and read them out. And I just wanted to make sure, I believe I've turned all of them off, but I was just wondering if there are any are they all under the voiceover and speech component or are there any other settings elsewhere? I basically want to turn those all off. Okay. Who can tell us about where to turn off all of this screen recognition? This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Text recognition would be one more Mo that you might want to turn off. It's kind of among the three of those that, that often seem to play havoc with our normal voiceover navigation. Uh, they're very good if you do have graphic or image images or things like that on your screen that uh, voiceover has difficulty reading. But when they're turned on, uh, more of our complaints, I think, uh, range uh, in the area that they... Uh, they're interfering with our normal voiceover navigation. So we tend to uh, suggest that people turn all the three of them off. But the third one would be text recognition that you didn't mention. Is that in voiceover settings also, Pete? Yes. Mm -hmm. This is Mo. Go ahead, Mo. Yeah, thanks, Pete. I, I do have text recognition on, and I was wondering, do you happen to know that does it also attempt to read... Um, Images, you know, I have a an app where it has a button, and it calls it says image arrow. This is Shri. Go ahead, yes. Shri. I would say it's it's under settings accessibility voiceover voiceover recognition as the three features. 
Mm-hmm. I would say personally, I would leave text recognition on because I've used it like with your example that you were giving. I went to a hockey game and I just took a picture of the scoreboard and because I had text recognition on, it was reading all the text that was on the image. I would also leave the image description on uh, because that's going to show whatever picture you have. It'll describe the image. The screen recognition, I would definitely turn that off. That would be okay. my personal opinion. Thank you. There, there also might be cases where uh, if, if screen recognition is in your rotor, you might check to see there that you take it out of the rotor so that it doesn't get turned on accidentally in an app. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. I think if you turn it off on the um, voiceover recognition, I don't think it'll show up on the rotor. Okay. It's an option. Okay. Do we have another question? This is Ed. We've got just a very few minutes. It's got to be a quick one, either a comment or a question. Very um, quick. Probably not quick enough. Um I just wanted, I have a lot of issues with uh, going on Safari and trying to, to search something and getting something on the screen, and then I can't get out of it. I, I, is there an easy way to just back out of whatever tab you're on? Like, I go crazy to the point where I'm ready to delete the whole thing and just... <laughs> what am I looking for? Am I looking for what? All right. This might be a question for the second half. (laughs) Sarah, do you have a quick answer? A quick answer. It's it's Mary Ellen. Sarah's first, I believe. I do the Z scrub and and it it backs it up. Okay, you know how to do the scrub gesture. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. It's a Z scrub? The scrub gesture, where you do the fig, the Z shape, or the okay. S shape, as some people say, two fingers okay. back and forth quickly. I try to do everything on a keyboard, but for that, I'll do oh. anything. So a Z try, screen. try doing that on your screen. Okay, okay. I think I think we're Ellen. gonna. If it's real just, quick, Mary Ellen, because we've got like um, a minute. I, I was just gonna say I'm a strictly keyboard user too, and what I do is I hit the enter key. And that usually takes me to where, uh, you know, I've, I've asked for the search, and it usually takes me pretty regularly to where this, the uh, item is that I'm looking for. Okay, thank you. Okay, Sandy, are we ready for our big reveal? Yes, we are. Thank you, Marie. Very good com- busy except for the smoke a lot (laughs) yes okay let's keep going here so uh we'd like to give anybody a chance to say hello that didn't get to say hello the first time but who you are where you're from and if you're here for the first time let us know that too please who'd like to jake from michigan hey jake hello Terry from Arlington Heights, and I'm here for the first time today anyway. Yeah, right. Okay. Thank you. Keep this is Mo from- Sarah from Vermont. Oh, Sarah, welcome. This is Kathy, Kathy, and I'm here for the last time. Uh, <laughs> no. Promise? <laughs> Keep going. Nope. Don't do that. Hey, Linda. <laughs> Linda, welcome. 
Marty Philadelphia. Marty and Bridget, way far away. Welcome, Bridget. Okay. Mary Street from, from Virginia. Uh, who's that from who? Mary. Mary Ann from Elgin. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Great. Welcome. Shree, welcome. Cindy from Chicago. Cindy. Well, Sharon from Cincinnati. Dana and somebody in New York. Sharon. Sharon, how are you? Okay. Fine, dear. Oh, okay. Who else? Elizabeth from Missouri. Atlanta, Canada. Elizabeth and Kenny, welcome. Hershey, Central Florida. Hershey. All right. Brian from Ontario. Brian, welcome. Who else? <laughs> Anybody else saying who you are, where you're from? Nikki, San Francisco. Welcome. Hi. Okay, last call. Hello. Hello from Alabama. This Hello, is Alice. Alice. Welcome. Thank you. Okay. Hey, David. David and Shay. Welcome, Shay. Hello. Hello. All right. I think that's wonderful. We're all glad that y'all snuck in in the last hour. All right. So, please. Uh, so, we're getting ready to do the big reveal. We're going to find out what our movie is for Friday, hence the name Reveal. Movie starts at 8, social time 7.15. Uh, discussion and trivia to follow. Follows whenever the movie is over. We don't know what the movie is, so we don't know when that's going to start, but we'll find out. All right. Okay. So we're going to see where that wonderful, well, not quite wonderful, but um, the Iba guy. Iba guy, are you out there? Yes, 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 I'm here, ready to go. What are we doing? All right, I think we're going to play Name That Tune. Friday. Oh, okay. No, we are going to reveal what the movie is for this Friday. That's what we're going to do. All right, we have some rules. Rules. We don't need no stinking rules. Okay, rule one. You can, everyone can remain unmuted. Stay unmuted if you would like. The only time during this program that you may do that. And we have Five clues if we get that far, and you get one guess per clue. So, real easy. And you have to say your name if you want to try to guess what the film title is. That's all we need is the title. All right. So, now we're ready to begin. (laughs) He needs the new gig. Uh, uh, he's good. All right. Where'd he go? <laughs> Where'd he go? He's somewhere out there. He'll come. <laughs> In the All right, here we go. Let's <laughs> get 
started with clue number (laughs) our film this week tells a complex love story Spans over thirty years. This is Ned. Mr. Ned. Maestro. Maestro. What is that? Maestro. 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 Okay. <laughs> well, that was a good guess, Ned. This is Marty. But we will have to just pass and come back around next time. Like right now. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. yes, Ned. Maestro. First clue out of the box. Wow. Wow. This is is, the first answer. Congratulations, Ned. This is Ned. There you go. This is Ned. Out of your ear. Wow. <laughs> this is Ned. Body part. Ned, go ahead. Yes, the clue. That. You gave us the clue when you played This is America, and that's from West Side Story, West written Side by Story. Bernstein. Oh. Yeah. So that was that was the connection. I thought, oh my yeah. god, this is this is Bernstein's story. Yeah, yeah. You're so clever, Ned. I don't know how many <laughs> other people picked up on that, but Good guess. Way to go. All right. Yes, we are watching Maestro, story of Leonard Bernstein and starring Bradley Cooper as Mr. Lenny, as his friends and family know him. And (laughs) I forget the other person that's playing Felicia. But anyway... Uh, it is up for a Best Picture nominee in this year's Academy Awards. So this will be mm-hmm. our sixth, I think, film. Yep. Yeah. You're I think roll. so. Picture that we're showing now. So well done. come again this Friday for another nominee, Best Picture nominee. It's about a two-hour, a little over two-hour film, so not too bad compared to others we've seen. And we'd love to have all of you. Did you mean there. that Leo Leo DiCaprio is in it? Uh, is, that, don't... is that who you meant by Lenny? No. Oh, okay. No. Who's Lenny? Lenny is, that's what his family and friends called Leonard. Oh, Leonard Bernstein. Okay. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, what are we up for our winner tonight? Ah, <laughs> oh, Ned, Ned, Ned. I'm so excited. This is something new that I don't think we've ever done on iBug. Are you sitting down? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, well, I know you love to go to the symphony, and maybe you can use your very own golden baton to oh. maybe leave the symphony. Right? Wow. Symphony. There you go. Ask him if you can conduct, maybe. All right. Yes. So, hope you enjoy your baton. Just don't hit it. Sounds so excited. 
I know, I know. Well done, Ned. He's a a symphony buff, so he will be excited. You're excited, right, Ned? Yes, and in fact, I'm going to miss the film because I'm going to the symphony this Friday. Well, you'll have your your baton in hand, so you just take that. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. And Mr. McCock, would you like to say goodbye? I like the city of San Juan. I know a boat you can get on. (laughs) Hundreds of flowers in full bloom. Hundreds of people in each room. All right, there he goes. We're going to have our next segment is the I bug segment. And then don't don't forget, we have an iToy segment shortly after that at 8.30. So we have a busy second half, so hold tight. And Marie, you want to say anything about this upcoming little bite? No, I'm no. ready okay, when you good. are. All right, good. She don't want to say anything. Let's go. <laughs> Save time. All right. Here we go. Okay, today our buzz bite is going to be about some settings that I feel that, especially as a new user, you should investigate these settings to not only find out information about your phone and what's on it, but also possibly to customize the phone to make it more usable for your particular uh, preferences. So I'm going to start out, I'm in settings, and I want to go down to a setting called general. General button. I'm going to double tap on general. About button. The first section is called about, and I'm going to double tap on that. Name, general, back button. Okay, the very first uh, thing on there is a name. And the default usually is just to say iPhone. That's why when you come into a Zoom call on your phone, it will just display iPhone as your name. So you can edit that field and put in your name or a nickname or whatever you would like to be known as when you come into a Zoom call. So you can edit that for whatever you wish. I'm going to swipe to the right. About heading iOS version 17.3.1. The next section is to tell you what iOS version you're currently running. So um, if you're not running the most current version and you want to upgrade, then you need to go to the software updates and update. Model name iPhone 13 Pro. There's the model name. Model number MLTT3LL slash 8. Serial number L6G. Coverage expired button. Songs 619. Okay, this section is going to tell you what items um, on your phone and the number of those items that you currently have on the phone. Videos 3. Photos 50. Applications 68. Capacity 128 gigabytes. There's the full capacity of your phone. Available 53.63 gigabytes. And that tells you how much storage space is still available, 53. And that's a little bit lower than recommended, but this is not my primary phone. And I recently downloaded a large number of podcast episodes, which will be deleted once I've listened to them. So that storage space is going to be uh, given back to me once I delete those podcasts. 
I'm not going to go on in this section because most of it um, deals with numbers that are mostly useful to your phone carrier and not something that you're going to use on a regular basis. So I'm going to go back by using the scrub gesture. About button. And I'm going to swipe to the right. Software update. Apple Care and Warranty, AirDrop, Button, AirPlay and Handoff, Picture and Picture, CarPlay, but iPhone Storage, Button. Okay, iPhone Storage is the next area I'm going to check on. Selected, General, Back Button, iPhone Storage, Heading, Search, Search, Dictate, Button, iPhone, 74.23 gigabytes of 128 gigabyte used. Okay. That's telling me how much of my storage space I have used of the 128 that is available. And once again, I'm going to tell you, to get to these different things, I'm continuing to swipe to the right. Applications 39.54 gigabytes. Now, this is a section that tells you what items are using that storage. So that gives you an idea of places where you might be able to go and delete some of those items so that you can recover some of your storage space. Maybe you have applications that you're not using and they don't generally take up a lot of space, but if you're not using them, if you delete them, then they no longer will be using that storage space that you might want to use for something other than that. TV 8.13 gigabytes. TV, that would be TV programs that you have actually downloaded to your phone rather than streaming from the cloud. Podcasts, 1.36 megabytes. Same thing with podcasts. Photos, 700.4 megabytes. Photos can take up a lot of space. Um, if you have a lot of photos on your phone, you might think about going in there and telling it to store your photos in the cloud rather than storing all of them on your phone which could be a good practice in case your phone got lost or, or damaged uh, so it was not usable and you might not have a current good backup. Music 604.5 megabytes. That's downloaded music. Messages 137.7 megabytes. Messages. iCloud Drive 128.7 megabytes. Whatever might be in your iCloud Drive. iOS 11.09 gigabytes. Obviously, you can't do anything about the support space that's being taken up by the iOS operating system. System data 12.5 gigabytes. Or the system data. Available 53.77 gigabytes. Okay, that's telling me once again how much is available of my 128 gigabytes. This is all I'm going to cover today. I hope you find it useful, and thank you for listening. <laughs> Okay, Sandia, are you back yet? <laughs> Does anybody have any questions about that? It, it was pretty simple. This is Ned. Yes, go ahead, Ned. Yes, um, when she when she gave her presentation, when she said she had fifty three gigabytes left, she said that's below what is expected. So how much should you have left on your phone that you don't use? I think I heard that. Actually, it, it doesn't mean you shouldn't have that. The, they say that if you're using over half of your storage space, that maybe when you buy a new phone, you might think about going up to the next uh, higher capacity. 
It's just kind of a rule of thumb. I, actually, in my case, that's plenty because obviously I don't have a lot of photos. Um, I do have a lot of music downloaded, which uh, I probably don't need. I thought in the beginning I wanted it downloaded so that if I was away from Wi-Fi, I could still listen to music. But I'm finding that I'm not doing that very often. So um, rule of thumb is if you're used over half of it, then um, maybe you should just think about uh, upgrading the next phone purchase. This is Marty. I have a comment. Okay, Marty. Um, when you were going through um, the different things like on your phone, like videos, number of songs and all that, number of photos, mm-hmm. for example, on number of photos, I think it said you had 50. If you clicked on that, would that bring you into your photos? No, no, it's just, it's just information only. So to get to your photos, you'd have to go to camera, I guess, or, or Mm -hmm. photos and settings. Mm -hmm. Correct. Thanks. This is Sandia. I think Jake had a comment. Go ahead, Jake. Yes, I had a comment. Um, My comment was, is that in recent years also, the iPhones themselves, they've, purposefully increased the capacity like because this year i got the iphone 15 pro max that's the lowest capacity that you can get is 256 and that's what i got so like i do know i think i think at some point that is going to probably be the least capacity on all of them it is it is moving up because i don't you know you used to be able to get 64 gigabytes and that's no longer available yeah, so like probably with your iPhone, I don't know what iPhones still do, 128, but I know like I think with the iPhone 15 and up, I don't think they do 128 anymore. The the I 15 all... Pro, the 15 Pro still had a 128. Oh, okay. So it's just the Max then. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. This is Marty. Yes, Marty. I, I think um the 15 standard is 128. I think the 15 Pro is also 256. Yeah, you um, might be right about that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know. I have a I 15 got. Pro, and I'm pretty sure it's 128. But I'll check it. It, it may be 256. I I haven't had it long, so that's a good point. Anybody else? If not, I'm going to turn this over to Sandia for the balance of this call. All right. Thank you, Marie. We definitely have some questions about storage. And um, I know Ms. Bridget has asked a question about storage. And I think Alice, are you still out there? I know you had a comment. Did you want to reassert your question? This is Alice. Yes, ma'am. I still have 64 gig because I have the older phone and okay. I've used 30.11. Uh-huh. Is it okay. feasible to say that it's time to dump or can I, is there is such a thing as buying extra storage space? I love my little phone. I don't want to give it up. <laughs> All right. Who'd like to help Miss Alice? Like, what are her options? Anybody? This is Marie. 
ahead. The only the only way you can upgrade your space is to buy a new phone. It, you can't add to the existing phone. But I would say if you've only used thirty something gigabytes of sixty four, you're fine. Thank you. Uh, this is said they could also you know buy iCloud storage and then move stuff there and then free up your phone or like you said dump stuff but i'm a hoarder so i hate dumping stuff so this is nikki go ahead okay i got 64 and i've got 13,000 photographs and about 100 videos and i'm using only about 48 but i'd never heard that before about the um getting if you're using more than twice but next the i have an iphone 8 but the next one i get is I hope it's going to be that SE4, and then I'm going to go up to 126. But originally I had 36, and I got along okay with that. So okay. sometimes you can just keep on going because if you add things and then remove things, um, you can control it if you if you're pretty close to the edge. So keep that in mind that you can control it. Thank you thank, so much. Thank you, Nikki. All right. Okay. All right. We will move on to a new question. And then we will do the iToy segment at 8.30. Okay, who do we got next? New question. Anybody has it, ha- had a turn? Linda. Linda, go ahead. Um, I have uh, AirPods, and um, <clears throat> they will show up on my husband's phone when he's sitting next to me. How, how do I turn that off? Uh, do you have to sit next to him? <laughs> No. All right. How do we prevent in Linda's AirPods from showing up? This on is his... this is Marty. Oh, Marty. There's not really a lot you can do that. I've had that happen with my wife next to me. Um, I think if it shows up on your husband's phone, he can just dismiss that message because when it shows up, it probably wants probably is prompting him. Does he want to connect? And you can just dismiss that message. And that usually only happens if you are pressing the button on the case, like you're pairing it um, to a new device or something. Usually it shouldn't show up. And if it does, you just dismiss it. This is Liz. Okay, go ahead, Liz. Um, He needs to um, make it not remember that device. You can go into settings and then into um, Bluetooth, and that device will be on the list on his phone. You need to click it and tell it not to remember it. All right. This and is then something. hopefully. So, yeah. But Liz, I mean, I mean, no, Linda, he's never paired that device with his phone, right? Right. It's just showing up that it's like nearby or, yeah, you know, option. something like that. It's nearby. This is Shree. I think the reason it's doing that, because you have the ability now with AirPods to share from one device. So, for example, you could be listening to something and your husband can use his AirPods to listen to what's on your phone when there's close proximity. So this is something. So, Shri, are you saying he'd have his own and she'd have hers or she gives him one and they listen together or what? Yeah, they listen to it together. That's the reason that it's trying to pair because the things what she's listening to, maybe her husband wants to listen to it too. So the AirPod is showing up, would show up on her machine as vice versa. If she wants to listen to something on his, uh, her AirPods would show up on his. Okay, but 
but she has two in her ear and he has two or do they share? No, she used her AirPods to listen to his. Okay. Uh, Even though right. his this... phone is not paired to my AirPods? Yep, because that's one of the, this is free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's one of the features with the AirPods is where you can, uh, like, for example, I could listen to what my wife is listening if I bring my AirPods to her phone and it, it, it compare mine to her. So we could kind of be sharing uh, what's on her device. Okay. All right. Let's... This is Liz. Go ahead. Is, is that just with the AirPods? Because there's times I want to listen to what he's watching. This is Shree. Go ahead. I know that that's a feature with the AirPods. I, I don't know if it's uh, I've not tested with the regular AirPods, but I've definitely seen it with like the AirPod Pros. Okay. Mm. Very good. Thank you. All right. Good luck, Linda. All right. Next question. I'd like to go. Somebody has it. How to turn? Candia, I have a friend named Connie who is on this call for the first time, and she might be a little shy. Okay. But maybe okay. she'll ask her question if you tell her how to unmute. She's on a landline, as far as um, I know. Okay. The landlines, I think it's star six. So you'll have to hit star six, and then you can unmute. Well, glad to have you, Connie. All right. Hi. I, I am Connie. Listen, I was just going to be listening in. I don't want to change the subject, uh, as to, and, and, and this is really good, and I intend to Tune in. I am very new to the iPhone and all of this information. Oh my God! But I'm gonna get there. I'm okay. gonna get there one day. I'm gonna get well, there. So for now, I have a lot of. I, I just have the basic issues. Uh, for instance, this email. You know, do, dealing with emails and um, what else? Downloading. I was in Bath and Body Works. They say, "Oh, okay. We'll just download the app." And I'm like, "Oh, here we go." With all this downloading, I'm, I'm just, I'm, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. So for now, tonight, I'm going to just listen in. And all thank right. you so and much. And hi, Nikki. We encourage you to um, check out the mentoring application. We have a, a program that we can help you. So uh, definitely visit the website. And if you need help, we can provide that. So that might be. There we go with the website thing. Now, yeah, I yeah, do well, use, of course, I use the voiceover. So I can tell voiceover to take me to your website is that yeah, how that you works could, you, you could do that or if you have somebody send you an email send an email to ibug today at gmail.com and we will reach out to you we'll call you or get you started okay 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 cool all right glad thank welcome you. welcome and look at that friend well, throws you. you under the bus when you didn't want to say anything <laughs> i'm just gonna be quiet <laughs> I, know, I know as you see i can talk I know you did good. You did great. We're we're very happy to thank have you. you. Okay. okay, thank you so much. Okay. Yes. And all of us, I guarantee you, all of us were in that same boat, Connie. So don't worry about that. That's where we all were. So, okay. Anybody have a two minute or less question? Who would like to go? This is Marty. Go, oh, Marty. Um, I'm just wondering what causes um when i'm in the when i get an email from amazon saying my message my thing has been delivered um so i go and it says leave a compliment for your driver so on my old phone my old ios 
iPhone 8, it says, you know, friendly.png, and then it has friendly and delivered with care PNG. When I go on my 15, on the first one, instead of saying friendly, it says image, and it actually tells me what the image is. And then when I swipe over one to the right, it said friendly. And the next one, like delivered it with care, it I guess it tells me what the picture is. Uh-huh. Any any reason why that discrepancy between those two phones? All right. Anybody? Why is there a discrepancy? This is, this is Jake. Go, Jake. Um, well, the other phone had a different operating system on it, so um, no, it could just be... Oh, one, six, one, the, the 8 is 16, and the, the, the 15 is the newest, you know, 17.3, whatever. All right, hang on. Let, yeah. let Jake finish. Go ahead, Jake. So 17.3, you know, could display a different from 16. Um, I know that sometimes when I click on an image, it says explore and there's nothing there. And I know, you know, that usually what I do is when it says friendly, I'll click on that. I won't click on the image. All right. Well, very good. Thank you. All right, Herbie, what you got? Are you out there? For the iToys segment, fourth Monday of the month. What I got is, so I'm going to talk battery packs today, and I don't think I've ever talked about this one before. Now, disclaimer, I actually do not own one of these, but I've heard them talked about so much that I decided that I wanted to look into it for you guys. And that is an accessible battery power pack from AT Guys. So what makes this pack accessible? So it will actually tell you the status of the battery using different vibration patterns and beeps. So it is a, the description will read something along this line. Our new line of exportable, our new line of portable chargers will power your iPhone and uh, other devices that shall not be named. And, um, and that also includes, of course, headphones, uh, whatnot. It uh, also has a US. It has a USB A port, which is the bigger port. It has a USB C port, which is the uh, smaller port. So uh, you have two options for charging your devices. And it includes uh, support for today's charging standards. So that means it would be able to charge anything. Um, the iPhone 15. And you also use the USB-C port or the micro-USB port for charging. The micro-USB port is the uh, uh, port that is separate from the other charging ports, and it has the the connector has the little um, prong things on one side, so that is your micro-USB. And let's see. It will use both sound, it'll use either sound vibration or both to determine the battery level of the power bank. And I guess you can, like, one fully charged battery uh, will be able to charge the iPhone by itself at least uh, six times. So that's pretty incredible. Um, So, like, four vibrations and beeps tells you that the battery is between 75 and 100 percent. Three means a 50 to 75 percent. Two is 25 and 50. And one means your uh, battery is between zero and 25 and uh, this is kind of obvious, I think, but no vibrations or beeps means that your battery is empty. 
And you also get a connection confirmation for a sound or vibration whenever you connect something. So for the iPhone, this may not be as important, but let's say you've got uh, AirPods and you want to uh, charge them. Like the AirPods Max, they do not make a sound. Well, now you can get confirmation from the battery that uh, your device is plugged in. And uh, you also get confirmation when your battery is charging. So that is also rather uh, handy, if uh, I might say so. Uh, basically what that means is, uh, so now when you plug your battery into a wall charger, you will hear a sound or a vibration depending on how you have it set. And it automatically charges when it's plugged in and stops when the battery is fully charged, so you don't have to worry about overcharging it or anything like that. And um, let's see. It's easy to switch between the modes. And there's tactile marks on the bank for easy accessibility. And it's a sleek and light design for portability. Um, so, yep, and this also includes keyboards, braille displays, so, you know, most things. Now, you would not be able to charge, like, a Mac Mini with it, for instance, or, you know, a laptop or anything, like, like heavy-duty like that. But your more portable items, you definitely would. Um... So, and with that, I'm just trying to look to see if there's anything else. So where can you get this from? You get it from AT Guys. And the website for them is atguys.com. Pretty simple, huh? And I can post the exact link to this power bank on the Facebook if you want. But atguys.com, and you go to the link that says uh, power banks. And then look for the accessible charger, and it's $99. And uh, it looks like a pretty cool battery. Um, so uh, with that, I will do my best to answer your questions. And if I don't, I will see if it appears in their FAQ about the battery. This is Pete. Yes. Does it have a name, number one? Can you describe the form factor and maybe the weight is it a heavy-duty uh, to put in your backpack or something like that? And does it have a name? So it's called Accessible Power Bank. Okay. Um, so, like, if you were to call AT Guys, they would, you know, if you just mentioned that, they would um, be able to find it that way. Uh, let's see. Technical features. Let's see. I'm trying to see if it says anything. And the um, milliamps, if you know that. Um, let's see. Let's see, it's a lithium battery, a lithium poly. Battery capacity is a 20, L, uh, uh, 20 mH. Okay. Um, so it's 140 millimeters by 75 millimeters by 70, I'm sorry, 70 by, okay, so about 5.25 inches. So... 13.2 ounces, so pretty light. Yeah, thank you. And you do get a one-year warranty. And uh, let's see, is there anything else I can tell you? That's it. That's all I needed. Thanks, Herbie. Okay, very good. This is this Liz? is Marty. All right, Marty and then Liz. Uh, I actually have one, Herbie. All right. Um, and what I'm not sure if you indicated that, but the way you change the modes is you press there's only one button on the unit 
I don't and, You press and hold that button and it will, um, when you press and hold it, it will like go from vibration to tone or to tone and vibration. And it's about four inches by two inches by about an inch. And it's probably under a pound in weight. All right, perfect. So overall, would you uh, say it's a goodbye? It it is. I actually uh, I have a few of theirs. I have their older one, then I have this newest one that you're talking about, and they do sell. Even though I think the one you mentioned is worth it, because for seventy five dollars, I think they sell a. It's either a ten thousand or a fifteen thousand milliamp. And I wanted to hire one to twenty thousand for hundred. I like it a lot. It's it's fast. If you do use the you you probably know that if you use the USB C charging, uh, it's faster. And when you charge it, you will know that it's charged because it gives like about a fifteen or twenty second tone or vibration to let you know that. It's fully charged. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Marty. And hang around because uh, if there's a question I can't answer, then I'm going to call on you, my friend. All okay. right, Liz. How long does it take it to charge? And then do you have to recharge it like every so often if you don't use it? I mean, it will have to be recharged. I would say standard is about two hours. Um <laughs> Excuse me, yep. Marty, heard me to charge yep. it. It's about seven hours. It depends on the brick that you're using. I would say you use at least um, a 20, um, what you want to call it, a 20-watt brick, and if you can, even more. Okay. Because if, if, your brick, if your brick is too small, it won't um, charge it. It will. It won't charge. In fact, it will give you like a, a loud beep indicating that I think. So the, maybe get one of those like iPad. Oh, I'm sorry. So maybe get like one of those iPad chargers for it, and that would probably be um, a great way to charge it. So. And seven hours. And how often would you say you have to recharge? I mean, I guess it's going to depend on how often you use it. Yeah, I think if you don't use it, it's going to keep the charge. I don't know how long, but I, I've gotten about, um, well, I had um, I had an extended like phone battery case on my phone, but I think regularly it might be about four or five, you know, charges. Okay, so it boasts up to about six charges, actually, but uh, all right. Very good. All right, thank you, Liz. And who else? All right, I'm not hearing any uh, things. So with that, uh, I will turn things back over to you, Sandhya. All right, thank you, Herbie. Yeah, I've heard about that battery pack, and I think I'm ready to get one because I'm, you know, I have one of those giant bricks, and I'm always like, trying to put it on my nose to be able to try to see the little lights and it's just really ridiculous so so thank you herbie thanks for that that's a great idea it looks good too all right so uh and just a reminder if you have a product that you'd like to talk about we would love to have you and herbie would love to have you right herbie yes 
there. He says yes. Just can't hear him. But, so, just send us an email at iBugToday at gmail.com and say, hey, I have this product and I'd love to talk about it for the iBug iToy segment on the fourth Monday. Okay, now, back to our regularly scheduled program. And just remember, we have the after buzz at the end of the call. All right, who do we got? New question, new person, or new question from a not new person? Well, if not, who would like to go? Come on. All right, I have a question then. So I'm helping my mom with her phone, and so therefore I'm using voiceover on her phone. And she is... You know, she's older. She's 86, so she's not real great with her phone. So that's not her fault. She's trying, but she's trying. But, you know, I tell her, okay, use S-I-R-I to make a call. And then, so, okay, so she says, call Joe. And then it says, well, there's this number and this number. So I know if voiceover, I can never get it to pick, you know, one or the other, but I'm assuming... I don't know if anybody knows, like, if you're not using voiceover, should you be able to pick the number, or do you just say first or second? I hope that's clear. It's just, she's giving us a lot of options, you know. She's like, well, do you want this? Do you want WhatsApp? This is Pete. Go ahead, Pete. Liz. Just say call Sandia iPhone, or call Sandia Work, or call Sandia Home. Yeah, but it's it's not the phone number that to call, it's... What option do you want to use this WhatsApp to do it or phone or what? Okay. So, yeah, I guess she, yeah, I, I never know when it's going to ask her that. So, it's never consistent. Okay. But thank you, Pete. Go ahead, uh, Liz. Thought I heard Liz. That, yeah, that's what I was going to say is that I label each, like if it's a cell phone, if it's the home number, or if it's a fax or whatever, I label them that way. And yeah. generally speaking, if you tell it that that's even when it asks you, even though you might have said what it, you wanted and it still asks you which number, then I repeat uh, cell number or home number. Right. And it usually does pretty good once you get it to listen to you. Okay. So, yeah, there's, I guess, two parts of this question that I think I'm, there's the phone number. But I think I'm having another problem before we even get that is it's asking her, do you it also asks, do you want to use WhatsApp? Do you want to use phone? Do you want to use, you know, because she has WhatsApp on her phone. So This is Jake. Go ahead, Jake. I think with, because you have voiceover on, I think it's more of a visual thing. Uh-huh. That wouldn't surprise me a bit. That, so what you would do is you have to, you would say, um, try, like you could say, call Sonia on iPhone. And then it and then it would say, um, do you want to use phone, WhatsApp, or whatever? Uh-huh. She might have to double tap on phone, or because it is Siri, she could say, um, call Sonia at home using phone. See yeah. if that works. Okay. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I'm gonna I'll try those options. Thank you. Okay. Is I mean, Mary that's Ellen? the only thing we come up with. Yeah. No. Thank you. I'll let you know. Go ahead, Mary Ellen. Uh, what I do is my, my sisters had 20 million cell phone numbers over the years. And, um, 
I'm too lazy to, to delete them. So I labeled her present one, my sister. So when I need to call her, I just say, call my sister. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's, it, good... that's pretty good. I like that. I've actually done that myself because I've been calling dead people. Otherwise, we've had this problem for a while. So thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Who else? Next question. All kinds of weird stuff. Who'd like to go? Well, I'll share another thing I learned about WhatsApp. Uh, just working with my mom and her phone. Uh, she apparently was drawing pictures on a WhatsApp. And there was like a picture somebody posted. And then my sister calls and she goes, why do you have orange and green lines going through the baby and whatever? <laughs> and I don't know what she did. We have no idea. So I had to, uh, I can, you can withdraw the message. You can withdraw it just like, um, you know, the iMessage. So that was pretty cool. I didn't know I could do that. So because you, you could say delete this message for this phone or for everybody who got it. Want a comment? Or... Can I say something? It's yeah, Luis. Go ahead. Go ahead, okay, Luis. so I'm sorry. I was I couldn't unmute myself. No, no, but you're good. You're good. Go ahead. But I, even though I'm using the eight plus, what I've done in the past, I'll just tell Siri number one or number two, and that's worked for me. Mm-hmm. You know, even when when I'm texting. It'll give me a couple of options, and I'll say the first one or the second yeah, one. I've, yeah, okay. I've, I've, I've done that. That's true. Okay. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Very good. All right. New question. Enough about me. Who has a question? This is Cheryl. Marty. Okay, oh, Cheryl, ahead. and then Marty. We'll come back in one second. Go ahead, Cheryl. Okay. I'm, I'm just curious why this is happening. Um, I had used Zoom in the past on my iPhone, and there was a certain pattern that would happen, and it was very simple. And, you know, I just swiped to uh, open Zoom or something, and there I'd be in the meeting. And now what I did have to have all the software removed from my iPhone and reinstalled. And since then, um, you know, I got the Zoom app on again. And now when I go on to Zoom, it opens Safari and it's kind of startling. I don't expect that to happen. And I'm wondering, why is Safari opening? Yes. All right. So you're saying, it says, do you want to open this in Zoom, right? That's what it asks you. Once it goes to Safari, it probably says, do you want to open in Zoom? Or something like that. I, I think it automatically tells me it's opening Safari. Okay. And I think, oh, yeah, no. Once, okay. But uh, then I swipe and I, and I can choose it seems to be a Zoom page, yeah. and I'm yeah. able to choose. It wants me to click on use Wi-Fi or data. It doesn't. Right, I'm not right, picking right. between them. It's the use Wi-Fi or data is one choice, and I yes. click on that, and then I'm in. And I, All right. Anybody have any help for Cheryl? Liz? Go ahead, Liz. Zoom gets updated randomly and changes randomly. However, it also depends upon how you have your link set up because that used to happen to me where it would go to the web page first, a Safari first, you wouldn't open the page even, it would just go to Safari and then to Zoom. Once I copied the link to my calendar and click it from my calendar, it doesn't do that anymore. It's really weird. But hmm. yeah, Zoom kind of does its own thing. 
<laughs> they update it random. I mean, I could be on a call in the morning and then in the evening and in the evening it does things totally different than it was in the morning. It's just okay. random. All right. Thank what you. Is, okay, oh, go ahead, Cheryl. Cheryl again. Well, what is Safari doing? How is Safari involved in the whole matter? Anybody want to answer that? Why is she going to Safari? Because it's a Zoom link. It's a link to a you know website, the Zoom platform, I think. So, so that's why I think you're going. Because I have the same issue. I says, do you want to open this app in, in Zoom and on and on? So it's kind of a okay. Big... Okay. Great. This go is ahead, Jake. Go ahead, Jake. What we've all done is we've, I know, we, we've taken the link and we've created a contact. That's what I did. I created a contact and I call the contact what the meaning is. So I just go into the contacts and I press the link and it just opens Zoom and I don't have to mess with Safari. But as regards to your data, you can go into settings and you can check. There's a setting in there where you can check it to where it won't ask you if you want to connect it's the option is automatically connect to audio when you join a meeting and if you check mm -hmm. that box it'll it won't ask you the question about audio or cellular data it, actually it is what it is it's wi-fi data or dial in that's that's what it that's what the options are Mm -hmm. And so if you check the box that says automatically connect to audio over Wi-Fi or data, then it won't ask you if, how you want to connect. Thank you, Jake. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, I have a follow-up to that, and now I just... <laughs> oh, uh, sometimes it says Zoom call versus... I, I don't... I think I've asked this actually before, like it's acting like I'm on a call, even though I've chosen cellular, you know, self Wi-Fi or cellular data. It's acting like it's a call. I didn't think it was a call. I thought it was just like a Zoom session, but maybe it doesn't matter. This is Jake. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, the reason why that is because it's the way that's integrated in my call kit. Like, if you go back into your recents later, you'll be able to see that you were in a meeting with Zoom. Yes, it thinks yes. it's a phone call. Yes, it does. Okay, so <laughs> okay, what's so... the solution? I forgot. The, yeah, you guys it's told just me something this. we got. We have to deal with it. Okay. All That's right. That's the solution. All right. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. All right. New question. Um, meet Marty. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Marty. Go ahead. Um. So ever since I iOS 17, when I... When I do a FaceTime audio call to my friend uh, Jim O'Neill, uh -huh. I'll say FaceTime audio Jim O'Neill. It says there we cannot find or there is no Jim O'Neill in your contacts. So then I wasn't sure what to do at first. And then I said FaceTime audio Jim. And it found him and automatically uh, called him. Okay. And, and before iOS 17, you know, recognize his full name. Oh, okay. So I'm just wondering what could have caused that. <laughs> this is Pete. Stuff. Go, Pete. Just an observation, Marty. Uh, when you first 
started your question, you said Jim O'Neill. I thought you were saying like one word, like their first name was Jim O'Neill or something like that. So I'm wondering if it's a, a matter of just not interpreting what you're asking for because it didn't recognize that it was Jim O'Neill. You said it kind of, you kind of, you know, scrunched it together as okay, a Jim O'Neill. I thought, and, and maybe that's changed um, with with seventeen yeah. because maybe I used the iteration it. as a yeah yeah I'll have to try that because thought, but, yeah. like I said when I said when I and I have more than one Jim in my contacts but when I say his just his first name calls mm-hmm. uh, him <laughs> so. okay very good thank you Jim I mean Pete Thanks, Linda. Pete. Linda. I'd like to ask Jake again, where do you go to turn that automatically on or off? Sign in automatically without... Um, it's under meeting settings. And Zoom? Yes. Great. Thank you. Thank You're welcome. You. Good job. Okay, who else? This is Ed. Okay, hang on. Ed, and who else is there? Is that Ed? Rosetta. Okay. Hang on, Rosetta. Go ahead, and then we'll come back to Rosetta. Go ahead. Okay. My iPad and my uh, iPhone are um, both in sync, like they work together. But if I try to find my contacts on the iPad, it doesn't list any. What? Uh, where do I go to fix that? Like, is there something I I, I have to do? <laughs> Right. Who'd like to help Ed with contacts from his iPad? So they are on your phone, but they're not showing up in your iPad. Pete? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Ed, I, I don't know if you're uh, trying, but there's two ways to get to your contacts, I think, at least on your phone. And, and one is through your phone app on your iPhone. Uh, and one of the tabs at the bottom, the third or fourth, is is contacts. And that will take you into your actual complete uh, set of contacts. Then there's a separate app on your phone as well, which is called Contacts. It's just like a separate app, like Settings or Mail or something. And I don't know that you have both of those on your pad because it's you know typically doesn't have a phone app. Uh, but are you are you looking for the actual Contacts app on your pad on your iPad? This is Ed. I'm. Go ahead. I'm going. I'm going to the the contact section. I op- I open it up, and you go to listen. It says none. Like okay. it is opening contacts, but it says no contacts are in there. So you do have a you're by section contact section. You're opening the contacts app. Correct. Gotcha. I have All no right. idea then. This is Shree. Okay. Go ahead, Shree. Thanks. Yeah, what you need to do is you're gonna on your phone, uh make sure you go to your iCloud. You know where your iCloud settings is? Yep. Uh make sure the contacts is turned on so that it is being shared in other devices. If it's off, it may be just showing up just on your phone. Okay, thank you. All right, good. Now we go back to Miss Rosetta. Go for it, Miss Rosetta. Okay, thank you. My Siri does not talk unless I hold down the home button. It used to talk on my other SE when I said, hey Siri or Siri, but now it doesn't do that. What shall I do? What should she do? 
Anybody? This is Terry. Go, Terry. Um, you have to go into settings and into the into Siri itself in settings and turn that back on. Sounds like it's been turned off. Okay. Um, if you do that, though, keep in mind that because your SIRI is always listening, you, you might notice um, that your battery um, depletes more quickly because it's always listening for you to say his or her wake word but that's what you want to do you want to go into settings and I, I believe it's on the main screen in settings so you can just flick to the right um till you get to siri and then double tap on that and there should be a, a thing in there to turn it on if it's turned off thank you mm -hmm. Also, I just realized today that I could tell Siri to record an audio message. I mean, no, to 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 send an audio message. Yes, yep, that was a new feature fairly recently. So good, very good, yes. I accidentally started recording one and I was like surprised, so I don't even, that's another question, probably for next week. Okay. Cheryl? Go ahead, Cheryl. Well, I... I'm wondering if, if this might be what's happening with regard to Siri not being responsive. Um, there was a recent update where you no longer have to, you, she will no longer respond. You just say her name and then you ask your question and she'll respond to the question. So you won't get a tone back or a yes or what do you want or anything from Siri. You just have to ask without her hearing her respond first and then the other option i guess is that you can press the button and that will call her up as well so maybe um if you just try saying her name and then ask the question and see if that solves it okay thank you cheryl and with that we're gonna wrap up our call and just quickly review what we got coming up and then we will have the after buzz so real quick this week Tomorrow, oh, thank you, Marie, for all your help tonight. Appreciate all your help uh, facilitating the call. And then tomorrow is the mini buzz, so come for that from 5 to 6. If you think of any questions you didn't get to ask tonight, Thursday is the garden party. It's iBugs Live from 7 to 9, all about gardening and all the questions. And come share your knowledge of gardening. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Then the movie is Maestro, nominated for Best Picture, and that'll start at 8 p.m. Social Time 7.15, name that tune, and jokes, and all that kind of silliness, discussion and trivia following. And then on Saturday is iBug Unplugged. We're going to be talking about Annie, get your pun. So we'll find out what that is even about, starting at 8 p.m. to 10, and it should be fun, I hope. So a little bird told me that the recording for the Apple workshop has been posted. So thank you, Julie, for doing that. And now we're going with, yes. Is Mary Ellen, isn't Macintosh tomorrow? Oh, oh my God, Mary Ellen, thank you. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Fourth Tuesday, Macintosh. Thank you very much, Mary Ellen, yes. So, come for that at 7 to 9. 
This is what I get from trying to remember, not checking. But okay, good job, Mary Ellen. And we will mm -hmm. turn off the recording. We'd like to say good night and thank you. And then we will have After Buzz in one second. So thank you very much.